Hey, school counselor friends. Are you looking to take your counseling program to the next level? Well, we have some exciting news for you. The Perks School Counselor Content Club membership. And guess what? For a limited time only, you can get half off our yearly membership or even try us for a special $99 six-month deal. But hurry, this is our Black Friday deal and it's only good until November 29th. So what exactly do you get with the Perks School Counselor Content Club membership anyway? Well, let me tell you, you get instant access to all of the Perks. That means you'll have access to the full library of lessons, groups, individual curriculum, games, decor, and everyday resources too. It's like having a treasure trove of counseling materials right at your fingertips. But that's not all because Perks membership also offers professional development that can earn you college credit. Yes, you heard me right. You'll be able to enhance your skills while earning credits towards professional growth. And here's an extra treat for you and your students, bonus seasonal resources that they'll absolutely love. It's the perfect way to keep your counseling sessions fresh and engaging throughout the year. But the best part, the Perk School Counselor Content Club membership gives you the freedom to really enjoy your job. No more spending countless hours planning lessons, groups, and individual counseling sessions. With the perks, you'll have everything you need to work smarter and not harder. So why wait? Take advantage of this Black Friday deal now and get your instant access to all our lesson plans, groups, and tier three resources. Plus the templates you need for building your counseling systems, access to our private Facebook community, live webinars, and questions and answers with me and Brandy, as well as all the downloadable materials that you can use right away. So don't miss out on this opportunity to elevate your counseling program. Once again, it's half off our yearly membership or a special $99 six month membership. But remember, this offer is only valid until November 29th. So visit our website today or check the show notes and join the perks. Your students deserve the best and so do you. You're listening to the Counselor Chat Podcast, a show for school counselors looking for easy to implement strategies, how-to tips, collaboration, and a little spark of joy. I'm Carol Miller, your host. I'm a full-time school counselor and the face behind Counseling Essentials. I'm all about creating simplified systems, data-driven practices, and using creative approaches to engage students. If you're looking for a little inspiration to help you make a big impact on student growth and success, you're in the right place because we're better together. Ready to chat? Let's dive in. It's Carol. Thanks for coming back for another episode of Counselor Chat. I am so glad that you're here with me today. Well, last week, we talked all about the reasons why going to conferences are so important. And today, I just wanted to talk a little bit about the Ask a Conference in particular. Now, unfortunately, I'm not able to go to this year's conference, but I am no stranger to the Ask a Conference. For many years, I have been a very active participant, either just going as an attendee or going as a presenter. And I actually hope to go again next year. Um, I'm getting ready to submit a couple proposals already. But the Ask a Conference is, if you're going to an in-person conference, the Ask a Conference is the thing to go to. It's really unlike any other conference that I think I've ever been to. The energy, the excitement, the spark that you get while you're there. 
being around thousands of like-minded people is really, truly inspiring. Now, for years, I sat back and I said, there's no way I am going to a conference. In fact, when I was a really active blogger, when I first started out as the middle school counselor and I was blogging, I wrote an article about the 10 reasons really why one should go or really not go to a conference or what are all the excuses that I came up with? And I had 10 good excuses for why I shouldn't go to a conference. And I'm going to just go over them really quickly with you. I looked them up earlier today. Number 10 was that I'm shy. It's true. Believe it or not, I am actually quite shy. I don't like big crowds. I don't like being in crowded rooms. I don't like when there's a lot of talking going on and trying to follow just one conversation. Um, I Sometimes I don't like to get out of my, go outside of my little own comfort zone. So going to a big event like this can be pretty intimidating, even for me. So, and I like, you know, standing in front of a group of people, like give me a a thousand people and let me stand in front of them and I feel fine. But actually having those smaller intimate conversations and talking to people, like deep, meaningful conversations with people that I don't know that well, or maybe not at all, I find that extremely, extremely intimidating. So that was one of the biggest reasons that I came up with for not going to an Ask a Conference sooner than I did. Now, my first one was about, oh, probably 10 or 11 years ago. And I've been to, I think, um, maybe 10 out of the last 12 conferences. So I've, I've hit quite a few. The next reason that I came up with for not going was because I was going to miss my family. I mean, my kids are all in school right now. They're, they're big kids and they're in college, but when they were younger, I didn't want to leave them. I felt like I was going to miss out on something, but really it was only a couple days. And when I started going, they were still little, they were, they still really needed me, but it was also extra bonding time for my husband and the kids or, um, to spend some extra time with grandma. And they absolutely loved that. So that was not a really valid reason, even though I tried to convince myself that it was. The next is, is with that, I thought I would really just be bored. When you're around that many people and there's that many things going on, plus the excitement of being in maybe a city that you don't know, it's really hard to be bored. So another really invalid excuse then it was, well, for many years, I wasn't a member of ASCA. Well, guess what? If you go to the ASCA conference, you can become an ASCA member. So you don't have to worry about not being an ASCA member. Plus, even if you're not, it's not an excuse. You will still find lots of great things to do. And it, ASCA doesn't care if you're a member or not. They just want you to come and get professional development hours and credits. That's really pertinent to what we do. And let me tell you, they have outstanding sessions. The next excuse that I came up with was that I wouldn't meet anyone. (laughs) Well, once again, when you're in a room with thousands of people, it's really hard not to meet anyone. In fact, some of my best friends I really met at the ASCA conference. I'm hoping to to present with one of my friends that I met at the ASCA conference, oh, 
my first ASCA conference that I went to, so more than 10 years ago. I'm hoping that we will be presenting together next summer when the conference is in Missouri. This year, if you don't know, it's in Atlanta. And she's just one. I mean, I've made lots of great friendships going to to ASCA. Um, In fact, some of these people I still talk to on a daily basis. And it's just great. They have become more like family than they are just people that I met at the ASCA conference. Another excuse that I came up with was that it was too expensive. And yes, my first and most of my ASCA conference conferences, I have self-funded. So that means I paid for my flight. I paid for my ticket. I paid for all my expenses while I was there. But I also did a lot to do that. My first year, I skipped out on going to Dunkin' Donuts for coffee or the corner store for coffee. I made all my own coffee and I saved, actually, I saved quite a bit of money just by doing that. And that actually paid just by making my own coffee and not buying it out. That actually paid for my whole entire conference, the ticket, the um, my airfare, my hotel, everything. So it's amazing. If there's something that you really want to do, you could always find a way, I think, to do it. Not to mention, it became such an important thing to me that um, another person, another counselor that I met through going to the ASCA conference was Jeff Ream. And if you don't know, Jeff Ream is the counseling geek. And he and I actually sponsored, up until this past year, a uh, a scholarship for counselors to go to the ASCA conference. And some years we sent up to nine people to cover their, their registration costs. That's how much I gained. Not only did I self-fund myself, but I actually helped to raise money to send other counselors there as well. And another excuse that I kept giving myself was that I won't learn anything new. And I think I was a little bit naive in my thinking back then. I mean, we're, we are going 10, 12 years back. And, you know, as much as you think, you know, I think you, there's a lot of things that you don't. And so there's always room to learn more. And I think that's the beauty about learning is that even if you think that you know something really well, you can learn more. Like I have written several books, some curriculums on group counseling that are, they're published. One is called Starbound. It's through Youth Light. And another one is called Building um, Champions. And that's through Research Press. And I did tons and tons of research on group counseling and the best practices and and how, you know, a successful group is run. And it took me at least a year each to write these books. So I put a lot of time and energy. And so I really considered myself an expert and I still do consider my, ex, myself an expert on group counseling. But what I know is when I go to an ASCA conference or any conference, I always go to a session on group counseling because as much as I know, I'm still eager to soak in more knowledge about, about group counseling and making great, great group, groups and running great groups and new tips and tricks and things to try. So there's always more to learn. Another excuse that I gave myself way back in the day was that no one goes to these things anyway. I mean, there are 
hundreds of thousands of counselors. I don't know how many there are, but there are a lot of counselors in the United States. If only 2,000 or 3,000 people are going, really? Not too many people are going to this. Well, that was wrong. Um, there's probably about 5,000 or so counselors that go to an ASCA conference. And sure, while not every counselor is going, there are a lot. When you get that many people in one space, in one location, and you start looking around, you're like, wow, this is definitely a lot of people. And especially when you're all excited about the same stuff, it's a really cool sensation. Another excuse that I gave myself for a long time was I'm good for PD because I go to my district for PD days or I go to my state association. Well, ASCA is probably unlike any other conference. And so if you do get the chance to go, if there's extra money in your counseling budget or you have money for PD, put a request in for next summer to go to the ASCA conference. Or if you want to try to make your costs a little bit cheaper, sign up to be a conference ambassador where you're actually helping out while you're there. So it's kind of like a work program to help, you know, help you fund your costs or sign up to be a presenter, put in a proposal. I mean, that's, that's what I do. And it does save not a lot of money, but it saves, hey, look, I'm presenting at this national conference. Can you give me some money to help me fund my trip? It's another way to ask. And last but not least, the number one excuse that I think I gave myself for so long was that, well, I have better things to do. Summer was my better thing to do. And I wanted to take full advantage of it. I mean, after all, I had worked 180 days, plus I still had 20 summer days to work. And that was a lot of time. And well, I didn't want to think about school counseling when I didn't have to think about school counseling. Once again, even though it's your summer, I think sometimes the time that you spend in relaxing and not thinking about the day-to-days hustle and bustle and the busyness is a really good time to set yourself in the right mindset for the upcoming year. And so I think it's really great time to stop and think, wow, what do I want to accomplish? What are the goals that I have? And how do I set myself up? What systems do I create? And what systems do I need to set up so that I can really set myself up for success? Because if you're doing that ahead of time, then you're not trying to build the plane while you're flying it. You're actually building the plane on the ground before you even take off. And isn't that what we're supposed to do? Build it before we take off? So going to a conference over the summer is a really great time to reset your mindset and to make sure that you are creating goals and setting up the systems to help you reach the goals. Because if we reach our goals, we feel more accomplished. And when we feel accomplished, we feel more satisfied. And when we feel more satisfied, we're happier. And that's what we want. We want happy counselors. So those are all tied in together. And it might be too late for you to go to the ASCA conference this year. And you know what? That's okay. 
I mean, we are having our own little conference, uh, a virtual one too. So if you want to come to the 2023 Summer Counseling Conference, I can hook you up with details on that. And that's also another great or professional development to get your hands on this summer. But if you are going to the an in-person conference, whether it's ASCA or maybe your state association conference this year, there's a couple things that you should kind of prepare yourself for. And that's that you really want to go there to learn something. So really check out the program and what the offerings are before you even go. You have to kind of have a plan of attack for what am I going to learn? Why do I want to learn this? And how is this information going to help me better myself and my program? So you want to set yourself up to really learn something. You want to make it actionable. You also, if you're going in person, you want to dress comfortably. Now at the summer conference, my summer counselor conference that I'm hosting, I will be dressing comfortably. And yes, it'll be um, in (laughs) my own home. And so I can just wear my sweats or my shorts and my t-shirt and feel right at home. But if I was actually going to an ASCA conference or my state association conference, I would probably dress more, I don't want to say professional, but I'd want to feel a little bit professional. (laughs) So I might not wear the shorts and the t-shirt, but I would wear uh, a pair of twills or capris with maybe a nice t-shirt. I know a lot of people wear sundresses. I don't happen to wear dresses like ever at all. So I wouldn't be caught wearing a dress, but a lot of people will wear dresses or something pretty comfortable. Um, but still something that you would wear, like maybe if you're going sightseeing or um, you're with your family, you know, it, because it is a professional event. So you want to not look like you're just slumming it. So you definitely want to have a very casual professional look. You also want to wear really comfortable shoes. So sometimes those sandals are super cute, but can you really walk around a lot in them? You want to wear something that you can walk for miles in because sometimes you might be walking miles, whether it's within the conference hall itself, or maybe you're going to be walking around town. Maybe you're going to walk to dinner. You're going to go outside the conference center, outside the hotel. So you really want to be able to wear shoes that you can do some pretty heavy duty walking in. Other things to pack are things like aspirin or Tylenol or Motrin or whatever migraine relief stuff that you take. Tums or Rolaids are another good thing to pack because if you're going to a new city, you might be trying some new foods and sometimes they'll agree with you and sometimes maybe they won't. Or maybe you overindulge just a little bit and you need some stomach relief. You also might want to pack some Band-Aids because, you know, cuts happen, blisters happen, things like that, as well as a battery pack for your phone or some sort of portable charger, as well as the cords that you're going to need. You also want to think about things like a notebook and a pen that you can write in. Now, I know a lot of conferences will actually give you like a notebook and pens, and you can always go to the conference hall at the conference and pick up a gazillion pens, but you might want to bring one um, with you on the plane so that you're taking notes 
and different things like that. And you might also want to, because not every airline has uh, movies, you know, for free anyway, without, you know, paying for the upgrade. So you might want to have some movies on your, on your portable device, whether it's a tablet or your computer or your, your phone. So I always like to download a couple games um, that don't require internet and some movies that I can watch. Business cards are also a really great thing and you could just print out your own. Those are nice so that when you meet people, you can just give them a business card. And I also usually bring a sheet of stickers with my name, my school name and address and my school phone number on it. Uh, because when you go to the conference hall, there's a lot of things that you might be looking at and the vendors there will want to collect your information. Uh, a lot of times they can scan it based on the barcode that might be on your um, your name tag, but sometimes they want you to like write that stuff down. So you could just put like one of those little um, mailing label stickers there. I always usually bring a sheet and one sheet is usually good enough. Um, and you want to have some extra room in your suitcase because you're going to be bringing back some chotskis, you know, those little things that you pick up. I love the portable stationaries sets that they have. You know, there's these little kits or little plastic kits and they have the little stapler and the rubber bands and the um, thumbtacks and the staple remover and tape. And uh, they're cute. They're like maybe four by six. Uh, they're awesome. I use those like water or post-it notes or stress balls, or maybe you see this cute little t-shirt that you're like, oh, wow, I really love that. Or even books. The nice thing about going to the conference once again is the exhibitor hall because they actually have booksellers. You'll find Youth Light there. You'll see Research Press. Go see if my books are there. That'll be really cool. <laughs> Let me know if you find them. Um, and then go, if you're at Research Press, say hi to Judy. Say hi, Judy. Uh, Judy's always there. She is the face behind Research Press and she is really awesome. And um, Youth Light could have different people. Uh, you might want to ask for Susan. Sometimes Susan is there and say hi. But those are a couple of great places, as well as NCYI is typically there. Um, so many places to go and check out different books. And once again, being able to hold a book and flip through the pages and see if you like it, that is so great. And ASCA has a bookstore as well with lots of cool stuff. I always get a t-shirt or a sweatshirt and um, I can't tell you how many ask a month I have. It's pretty embarrassing, but I have quite a few. The other things to bring would be besides extra room in your suitcase is really a smile because if you are stressing while you're there, like I'm not going to meet anybody or I'm not going to know anybody and you have this grumpy look, it's going to be harder for people to come up to you. So you want to make sure that you are approachable. And if you're a little scared and a little nervous, that's okay. I know when I went to the ASCA conference, like I said, I am pretty shy. I always look for the people that were like lost. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where to go. Uh, I don't know who I'm going to have dinner with. And I try to invite them with me. And usually the group of people that I'm with, and I, when I go now, I have a pretty large group of people that I hang out with. Plus each state has lots of things going on. Um, the, one of the first things that you do at the ASCA conference is you go to roll, roll call and roll call is where you sit with your state 
And it's pretty fun to see all the different states kind of sitting together in this huge auditorium-like room and they call your state and everybody cheers and they'll say a little something about it. And um, you'll get to see not only the different states, but the different countries that people are from. And it's just pretty amazing. So that is a pretty neat event to go to. The other thing while you're there is to go to the keynote sessions. I know a lot of people think, well, these people usually aren't school counselors. Why do I have to go? But their messages are usually pretty inspiring and fantastic. I mean, I think they really vet their speakers and they're really awesome. I haven't been to one that I haven't liked. Um, some of them will leave you crying and then laughing. Uh, they're just, they're pretty cool. So make sure that you spend the time and you go to the keynote sessions and go and eat lunch with everybody. I know we all like to have our alone time sometimes, but when you go to an event like this, you really want to be around other people. Ask them where they're from. Ask them how long they've been a counselor. Ask them their favorite thing that they love to do in their school with kids. Because it's just sometimes from those little conversations that you learn so many things to try in your own school. So once again, if you're going to a conference, the things, an in-person conference, the things that you want to do are you want to make sure that you're going to learn something, that you're dressing really comfortably, that you're bringing shoes that you can walk in. Oh, the other thing is maybe bring a tote bag. I like to bring a packable tote because the ones that they usually give you at ASCA, they're kind of small. You know, everybody's going to be, you know, slinging them over their shoulders. So when you go to a really crowded session, you might think, wow, there's a lot of bags that look alike. So if you have your own bag, it might be easier to spot and find, especially if you sit it down for a second to look at something or do something. So bring one that's recognizable and that you can pack really easily. You want to bring your pen. You want to bring your notebook. You want to bring aspirin, Tylenol, Tums, uh, Band-Aids, a battery pack, a charging cord, um, business cards, and the, the labels with your name, school name, school address, and school phone number on it. You want to wear your smile, and you want to have a plan. You want to know which sessions that you want to go. Have that mapped out ahead of time um, so that you know. And if you get into one session that you think that you were so excited about, and then you get there and you're like, oh, this is nothing at all like I wanted to, to know about, don't feel bad about getting your stuff, getting up, and going to another one. Because you are spending $399 plus airfare, plus hotel, plus maybe some dinners and things like that. So you really want to make sure that you are getting the most for your money. It's okay. Having been a presenter many times myself, it's okay. I'm not there to please everyone. I'm there to help people who want to learn more about whatever my session topic is. And I'm hoping to inspire people. So if somebody says, oh, no, this isn't what I expected, I'm okay. Because maybe they're like, yeah, I agree. Or I know this is okay. Or I really need to learn this other thing instead. So don't be, feel bad about getting up and moving. People totally understand. And I think sometimes it's even kind of expected. 
So I hope if you're planning on going to an ASCA conference or an in-person conference, that this was really helpful. If you've been debating about whether or not to go to a, an in-person ASCA conference, I hope this gives you a little push to maybe try something a little different next year and go. And if you're inspired to go to a conference, but feel like, oh my gosh, I've missed my chance. What am I going to do? I'd love to do something and really amp up my my PD game, I would love for you to join us at the our um, 2023 Summer Counselor Conference. It's virtual. It's awesome. And like I said, if you can't go to ASCA, this is a really great alternative. It is $49 for early uh, admission, early bird ticket price, and you have until the 30th to get that. So my friends, I really hope that you attend a conference this summer and I hope to see you sometime in the future. Anyway, if you are coming to one of the conferences, whether you're going to ASCA, I would love for you to contact me and say, tell me what you loved about it. What session was absolutely outstanding. If you were like, how do I get there next year? Please uh, feel free to send me a DM on like Facebook. Or email me at carol at counselingessentials.org. I'd be happy to chat with you more. And if you want to know more about our virtual conference, once again, just send me a DM or shoot me an email and we'll talk more. Anyway, friends, I had a great time chatting with you today. I can't wait until next week when we chat some more. Have a great week. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Counselor Chat. All of the links I talked about can be found in the show notes and at counselingessentials.org forward slash podcast. Be sure to hit follow or subscribe on your favorite podcast player. And if you would be so kind to leave a review, I'd really appreciate it. Want to connect? Send me a DM on Facebook or Instagram at Counseling Essentials. Until next time, can't wait till we chat. Bye for now.